Welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, I'm going to be talking about some do-it-yourself mods. So I'm literally going to walk you around my whole truck and just kind of go top to bottom. And for those of you on the podcast, I'm going to do my best to describe it uh, verbally to you guys so that you, you know, aren't missing too much. But obviously on the YouTube video, maybe a little bit better because you'll actually be able to see the stuff I'm talking about. Um, so again, uh, on today's episode, I just kind of wanted to talk more about the do-it-yourself mods. Um, again, if you follow my channel or listen to my podcast very frequently, then you know that you know most of the time I'm focused more on less expensive stuff, doing stuff myself, any way that I can save money and go on more trips and get more gear because I didn't have to buy that big expensive, you know, three thousand dollar rooftop tent. I'm going to try and do that whenever possible. Now there are certain things you need to spend money on. And uh, I'll touch on that a tiny bit too, but mainly want to just kind of walk you around the truck today and show you all of the do-it-yourself mods uh, that I've done. So before we dive in too deep though, I did want to touch on my feature partners. Uh, Overland Addict, of course, as always, go down in the description below. They sell pretty much anything that you could ever need for overlanding. So, so you know, wavy and fuel cans, um, which are much nicer than this one that I have. Um, rooftop tents, recovery boards, all kinds of stuff. Pretty much anything to do with overlanding you can get from them. Um, last US bags, also overlanding related, but overlanding bags, as you would guess. Um, but they are awesome. You should check out their link down below as well, and it'll show you kind of all the stuff that they sell. Um, then third, more Overland Expo. Again, that link will take you to their Facebook page where you can sign up for their event. It's coming in February of next year. It's gonna be super awesome. Um, so check them out. And then last but not least, Northology Adventures. Uh, free overlanding magazine if you click through that link and scroll to about the middle of the page you can sign up there for that free magazine but it's beautiful photography awesome stories um, so definitely check them out as well so as i mentioned let's dive into do-it-yourself mods on the exterior hear that believe it or not summer is just around the corner luckily armor all america's most trusted auto appearance brand has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armor All products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. Armor All. Less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, guys. So starting at the back of the truck, and I'm just going to kind of work my way around in a circle here. All right, guys. So starting in the rear here, I've talked about this before, but I've got my do-it-yourself um, rear diff breather mod basically comes up from the rear axle and goes up here behind the tail light and then basically allows it to vent without having to worry about sucking in water if you're going through like a water crossing um, another one that I did when I had the tail light off back here was I actually bought like a universal flap mount uh, antenna mount for my CB and that is back here too um, again, I just put that right behind the tail light, and then when I bolted down the tail light, then that just sort of allows it to, to sort of be out of the way and back where I like it. I will say that my mount is not perfect; like my antenna is just a little bit short, so I don't get that greater reception. So definitely consider either a longer antenna or mount it a little bit higher up on your vehicle. Um, again, it's going to be different based on whatever your vehicle is. Um, so before we go too far then of course i'm going to mention the do-it-yourself rooftop tent here i actually hate to say it but um 
it's a little bit of a surprise, but I can let the cat out of the bag a little bit. But I did, I do enjoy sleeping in the rooftop tent so much that I actually did break down and spend a little bit of money and I did buy a rooftop tent. So in the next week or two, I should be getting one of those. Again, this thing is perfectly fine. It's great for the money. It's still about a third of what I spent on the rooftop tent that I got, which is a pretty inexpensive one. Um, I'll put a link in the description below to the one that I bought. It was about 900 bucks before tax. So call it a thousand. Um, I'm still not even 300 bucks into this thing and it's very similar. Like it's, it's very similar to a lot of the more expensive clamshell style rooftop tent boxes. Um, I'm proud of it. It was, it was a great build. It's awesome. Um, things that I've learned since I've done it, I, you know, made it 36 inches wide, which I would have made it wider. My new tent's going to be 48 inches wide by seven feet. This one's 36 inches by seven feet. So that gives me a whole nother foot of width in it. Um, one thing about this do-it-yourself rooftop tent that is better, though, is that it is a clamshell style. So the new one that I've got, uh, again, I'll put, I'll put a picture on the screen here of the one that I'm getting. But I like the one that I'm getting because it is a relatively quick setup and relatively easy setup, but it doesn't even use gas struts, so I don't really have any wearable parts per se. Um, but again, this do-it-yourself rooftop tent has been fantastic, and it's just awesome. I'm going to keep it because someday I may get a trailer or something, and I may use that up on that. Um... So anyways, but that is definitely one of the do-it-yourself mods that I would highly recommend as well. Um, so then kind of moving around the back of the truck here, uh, the rear gas tank mount. So again, this is going to kind of depend on your application, right? Like if you have a vehicle like a truck or something, that may not be a possibility. Um, I will put a tag here in the top right corner to the video that I made of how I did this. It was actually really easy. Um, so again, if you have an Xterra, this would be a good mod for you. You may want to check out that video as well, but it is awesome. And here's why. So the benefits are it gets my gas can outside of the truck, which previously I was storing them inside the truck when I would go on trips and stuff, just kind of a pain. It reeks. You have to worry about it, you know, tipping over, falling over that sort of thing. Whereas with it on the back of the truck, it's outside the truck. So you don't have to worry about smell. You don't have to worry about spills as much. Um, the only sort of downside to this being a do-it-yourself mod is one, you've drilled holes in your vehicle at that point, so you do want to make sure that you waterproof it pretty well. And then two, because of the weight of the gas can, whenever you get to camp, if you're driving an Xterra or something with a hatch that opens up like mine does, you do have to pull this thing out every single time that you get to camp because it's so heavy that it actually I can't open up the rear hatch when it's full. So currently it's actually empty. Um, so I'm going to go inside the vehicle and kind of show you some other do-it-yourself mods inside the truck now. Again, we're around in the back, so you can see it still opens. I have 175 pound struts on mine, so it's stronger than the OEM ones. So it will open if the, the gas tank is not full. Um, and then I also have another one of my do-it-yourself mods here, um, is my attachment points on my rear hatch. So if you're watching on YouTube again, you can see this. If you are listening on the podcast, I will try and describe it. So the plastic cover on the rear hatch of the Xterra um, you can just pop it right off, right? It has about four screws that hold it up. You can pop it off. And then what I did was I bought some quick fist mounts. So these things here that you can see if you're watching on YouTube, basically like rubber mounts that allow you to attach a variety of things, right? So in my case, I've got a big Fisker shovel. Um, I'm going to put links to all these things down below too. I love this gear. Like I have, again, like all my gear, I've been through countless iterations. I've had about three different shovels. Uh, this is actually the only axe I've ever had, but I love this Fisker's axe. It just works really well. It's super strong, very, very sharp, and I've used it quite a bit, and it's it's just great. So anyways, with the quick fists, 
I was able to mount, you know, a flashlight, a Mora knife, my axe, and a shovel all on the back hatch. So it takes up no room. I've got these big things that would be bulky or otherwise on the outside of the vehicle, you know, potentially on like my roof rack or something, but then there, there's the risk of rust. I'm kind of more of a proponent of modifying the inside of your rig to get as much stuff in there as possible, just like my traction mats here. Um, and I know I'm skipping around a little bit, but I, you know, recently used some bungees to kind of get my traction mats inside the vehicle because they were getting really badly sun faded and, and a little brittle. Um, but so now these are in here. They're just kind of hanging out with bungee cords up on the ceiling here so that they are out of the way and out of the sun and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, but same idea with the rear hatch stuff, right? It just gets all your stuff inside. You know where it is. It doesn't take up any additional space. Um, so the rear hatch mod is one of my favorite DIY mods that I've done. Um, another one here that I've done that I don't really talk about a whole lot, but it is basically a cheapy backup camera that I actually used to have on another old car. And when I sold the car, I just pulled it off. It was actually intended for license plate brackets. Um, but basically what I did was I drilled a couple of holes here through the uh, third brake light cover, if you will, and I zip tied up a rear mounting camera. So the cord for the rear mounting camera actually runs down through the headliner and then goes down through the side pillars and along the floorboard with most of the other wires and actually goes up to the front and plugs into the DVD slash double den uh, head unit that I've got in the truck. And so when I hit reverse, you know, hit the camera um, and turn it on, I do have it wired up so that I can turn it on regardless of whether I'm backing up or not so I can manually control it. Um, the reason that I mounted it inside on the third brake light cover is because then I can just run my rear uh, windshield wipers and clean off the glass versus obviously if the camera itself was outside of the truck and it's snowing or it's rainy, it's on the back of the vehicle, it's going to be covered in stuff constantly, right? Versus with it being inside the window, one, it gets it up a little bit higher, so I have a little bit better line of sight from it. And then two, again, I can use the defrost to keep it clean and I can also use my, my rear wiper to keep my view clean um, no matter what. So I really like that because I, I typically go a lot in the winter. And when I go camping in the winter, there is ice, there's snow, there's all kinds of things that can, you know, just really quickly cloud up your rear view camera. Whereas this way I can kind of keep it clear and clean and, and it just works a little bit better. So another nice thing about do-it-yourself stuff is you can think about those things, right? You don't just have to do things the way that a manufacturer says. You don't just have to buy something and, and use it for that application. You can always find new ways to, to use stuff. So that's kind of why I like to do it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, another DIY mod, I've talked about this on other videos before, but these additional LED pod lights that I put up on the ceiling. So yeah, as you can see here, you know, those ones up there now that I've put my traction boards up here are a little bit blocked by it. But still, there's just a ton of light that comes out of these few that are still available. And these do still light up and they light up some stuff over here. It's not too bad. Um, but additional lighting inside of your vehicle is one that I feel like is kind of 
pretty frequently overlooked, um, but it's something that I would definitely recommend because I've always had trouble seeing inside the vehicle with stock lighting. Like it just always sucks, right? But these were like 12 bucks for all six of these little LED lights. And I literally just, they have little, uh, like a screw on sort of thing where you put a backing up above the headliner, drill a little hole through your headliner, put the, the body of the light up through it, and then it screws together. And then that's what holds it in place there. Um, so they work great. They add a ton of additional light. They were about 12 bucks for all of them. They've been on my truck for about three or four years now, and they're still just going strong. Like they work perfectly. Um, obviously you guys, if you followed me, you've seen my drawer system. That is definitely one of my favorite do it yourself mods that I've made. Um, it straps down to the stock, uh, to the stock Utilitrack system for the Xterra so that it doesn't, I mean, it is part of the truck now. It does not move at all. Um, it's got a big, huge 36 inch slide on it here that has my grill built into it in the rear of it. I'll go around, I guess I can go around here and show you. In the rear of it, I cut out a sort of a little hole here. And then I actually used the back of it that was just kind of wasted space for recovery gear. So this is where my winch controller is, my straps, my D-ring shackles. Um, typically I keep my, uh, my jump starter in here too, but currently I was charging it so it's in my drawer system. Um, but so that is in the back there. There's a spot for recovery. Um, but so yeah, and then on top of it, obviously I've got room for my Alpacool CF55 fridge freezer. Um, you could also, you could swap that out, right? If you didn't have a fridge freezer, you didn't want to bring a fridge freezer, I could put a water jug and a cooler on top of it, which is what I've done in the past. Um, so yeah, you can, with do-it-yourself mods, that's another nice thing, right? Is that you can build things the way that you want to fit your needs, which is awesome. Um, so then I do have, as a part of my drawer system, and again, you've probably seen this before if you've seen my channel, um, I have a battery, a 35-watt-hour battery built on the inside of this box, which, of course, it's sort of a hassle, but this box basically just sits on here, and then I've used some L brackets on the inside that kind of keep it from moving so it stays pretty stable. Um, but then that battery just sits in there. Same thing again. I used L brackets to sort of fence it in and hold the battery in place and strapped it down. Um, but so then, yeah, it wires up to this six-port switch, I guess, if you will. Um, it can run a couple of DCs, which I use to charge my Primax uh, portable solar generator. It's got some USB plugs, so you can quickly charge things with USB. It's all illuminated. It's got a voltage meter. Um, and again, you can pick these things. You can They make a variety of these different panels, and this was maybe 20 bucks, 15 bucks for that panel. Um, so you can customize your stuff based on your needs if you want to do your own do-it-yourself battery system, right? Um, on the side of that, I do have a 500-watt power inverter that I use just to kind of like charge my batteries for my chainsaw. I'll use it sometimes to charge my laptop and things like that. Um, so yeah, so that is pretty much the box. Um, I do have here too, and I think I've talked about this maybe once or twice, but a little phone charger. It's one of those automatic powered ones that you can just set your phone on and it will charge the phone. What I like about that is I spend a lot of time at the back of the truck, right? Cooking, getting food out, getting in and out of the drawers. So when I get to camp a lot of the times because of the GPS sucking the power out and sort of being constantly on, um, my phone is generally in need of charging. But this way I can put it back here. I can use it to listen to music. I can, you know, have it handy if I get a text, assuming I have signal. And, uh, and I can kind of have it at the back of the truck charging independently off of the solar instead of wasting running down the, the truck's starter battery. So that's just another kind of nice custom thing that I did. And all I did to mount that was basically put a little L bracket on the side here and then this thing clamps on it. That's it. 
I just used kind of the stock functionality, found a way to mount it back here, and I plug it into my solar battery, and I'm good to go. Um, so you can see I've got a ton of stuff stored over here. I've got this little, like, pad that I can use when I'm, like, starting a fire or anything where I've got to be on the ground for some period of time. It was, like, a $10 thing. I'll put a link to it down below, but it's kind of nice. Just kind of saves your knees a little bit if you have to be down, you know, say that you were working on the truck, say that something broke and you had to get under the truck that's something you could use again i use it mostly for like starting fires and things like that but it does just store over here kind of nicely on the side um, another thing is i've got a fire extinguisher down here in sort of the stock pocket but then the actual mod which i've done a video on and i'll put a link to up above um, is my air compressor that's mounted semi-permanently in here so again i have a big long extension on it you can see i used it to air up a basketball the other day because it's actually so easy to use and convenient that i use it more than my main compressor in my garage because it's easier to get two in the truck um but that is another do-it-yourself mod that i think is fantastic it, you know like you don't have to go and pay a shop two thousand dollars or some huge amount of money i don't know exactly how much it would cost but some huge amount of money to get a tank mounted and a compressor and a full like onboard air system you just don't have to right um that's a 50 dollar vire 88p compressor and a 15 dollar giant quick fist that i used to mount it and then i bought some like universal plugs and things like that and uh and just basically made it so that i could just keep it in the truck and plug it in right there and then use it when i need it and otherwise if i need to pull it out i can pull it out um so that's another do-it-yourself mod. Um, if we go over here to the other side of the back of the truck, I've only talked about this maybe once, and it was briefly, but I did make some little brackets in the back that kind of work between my drawer system and the side of the truck that hold up an aluminum folding table in the back of the truck. Again, maximizing that space, right? Like there's not a ton of space over here between the fridge and the side, but there's plenty for like a little tiny fold flat table and my ladder that goes up to my rooftop tent. Um, so I got both of those to fit back there on the side. Again, would have been wasted space, but by doing it myself, I was able to kind of look at the stuff that I had and make something that would fit and give me a solution that didn't really cost anything. Like I just used old scrap chunks of metal or old scrap u-bolts basically and uh and a bungee cord and some d-rings some d-rings that i used to hold them all up which i don't think you can see from out here nope and some d-rings which basically allow you to attach that bungee cord and wrap around everything but i mean it's pretty stable it pretty much just stays right there so that's kind of the back of the truck so as we move over here to the side um this isn't necessarily ideal, but I'm not worried about it, to be honest with you. I'm sure I'm going to get some comments to say, oh, you shouldn't mount it like that. But my uh, high lift was on the outside of the truck. It was mounted using metal brackets up here on the roof rack until I got my DIY rooftop tent. And then at that point, I was like, you know what? I don't have a way to mount that and my rooftop tent at the same time. Um, I also at that same time blew a valve stem and lost my tire on my way home. And so I had to get this thing down off the roof, and it was just, it was horrible. It was just a pain in the butt, weighs a ton, it's hard to get down, it's hard to get back up. So at that point, I decided to use these Velcro straps and basically attach it to the seat. Um, but I will say, it is like attached to the seat. So I've got multiple Velcro straps, like super tightly wound around that and it's attached to the back of this passenger seat again i go solo most of the time anyways um is there a little bit of risk in that yes if i got into a head-on collision it's possible but i mean here's the thing is it's if the seat goes i'm in trouble anyways right if it's such a bad impact that the seat moves then 
that's probably not going to make a difference anyways. Um, again, it's butted right up against that, and it's it's also sitting on the ground. So it's it's held in really, really tight to the frame of the actual seat itself. Um, so I'm not too worried about it, personally. But that is one thing that I've done semi-recently just for ease of use and to get it inside the truck so I don't have to worry so much about wear and tear again, similar to what we talked about in, in the back there. Um, I did remove my lower seat on this side, so I've still got two seat belts and room for both my kids over here on the driver's side. But now I've gained, you know, you can see here probably about, what, six to eight inches of vertical space that I've got here. So, I mean, even just stuff sitting here, I've got my camping stuff, which you can see that basically takes up what the space that the seat would have taken up. Um, and then I've still got room for a ton of additional stuff. So my main concern always is what do-it-yourself mod can I do that will give me more space in the vehicle um, so that I can carry more gear and be more comfortable, right? So that was one, removing the seat. Um, here on the, the wheel well arches, you can see too, so exteriors are weird. And here you can kind of see they have no flare whatsoever on the rear uh, door jams. So previously, and I'm no longer running them, but previously I was running uh, Easy Lip, Easy Flares, Easy Lip brand, Easy Flares, and uh, I needed a surface to attach them to. So Buddy helped me fabricate up these hard plastic um, fender liners, basically, so that I could have something to actually attach those to. Now again, I've taken those off at this point. I just didn't really care for the way that they looked. Um, but I left these on because they're the way that I see it is they're like they're just protection against rock chips and stuff because as you can see these things get a lot of abuse it's kind of surfaced rusted a little bit um, so the plastic things actually serve as sort of a uh, like a rock chip protector on the rear lip inside of the door um, so that was just kind of a fun little do-it-yourself mod that we did that allowed me to mount fender flares um, but also now has served as just sort of protection for the rear quarters of the truck this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. So moving around the truck, we can look inside of it. Um, so the inside is, I mean, you know, it gets pretty dusty in here because I do do a lot of trips and I generally have my windows down. Um, from a do-it-yourself mod thing in here, I most of it is pretty stock. Um, I have done a video before about my CB mount here. I actually mounted it on the the sunglasses holder up here. Just so that it's up, it's out of the way, but it's easy to get access to the CB uh, mic itself. Um, so that is one thing that I did that's kind of more of a do-it-yourself mod. The rest of this stuff is pretty much just, you know, existing stuff. I've got a dash cam. I've got a mount for my phone. Um, I did install, and let me go around to the other side. I'll show you in more detail here. I did install this pretty cool little Sung Life, um, basically like a splitter. So what I did was I actually uh, wired it directly into power from one of the plugs. 
And then this gives me two AC outlets and three USB outlets and then another DC outlet on top of it, which is kind of nice. So um, again, the way that I did this was pretty simple. I just used L brackets on both sides and mounted it straight to the center console. Um, but I just run a ton of accessories, right? So I just needed something that would give me like some ability to split that would be out of the way that would give me the ability to turn it on and off from, you know, with a button. So I can turn all these things on and off with this one button, which I kind of like. Um, and I like that it's over here because if you look, this basically the exteriors have this carpet on the center tunnel here. This is still way back from that. So like it doesn't get in the way of my legs or anything like that because the, just the whole area, this is all carpet. It doesn't actually take up any more room whatsoever, which is pretty nice. Um, and I know, again, keep in mind, this is a shit box, right? Like I, I understand that this is an 05, so don't judge me too harshly. Um, I do have, so underneath of all this, which is a little whacker jawed here, um, so I have this Smitty built. It's actually intended for a Jeep, but it's a seat cover because exteriors are known for this kind of like seat tearing on the side. But the Smitty built cover covers that up pretty nicely and it gives me some Molly webbing that I can attach stuff to. But then under that, I've got this super cheap and I will put a link to it in the description. I think they go for like 10 to 20 bucks, but it is a heated seat pad. And this is literally, I camp a lot in the winter. This is one of my favorite mods and it is one of the least expensive, um, but it's just fantastic. It just will heat you up really quick. It has its own little controller here. You can adjust the temperature. Super, super simple, super dumb, but it works really well. Um, moving around here. So, you know, of course I've got my awning, my tough stuff awning on here. One thing that is do-it-yourself about it though is, so if you look in here, you can see, see those little sort of rusty nuts there? So basically these awnings come with a very small little piece of steel that's supposed to allow you to mount it to a roof rack. And I think if you had like a steel aftermarket roof rack, you probably could do that. You could probably drill some custom holes in it and then run some bolts through it and that would probably work. However, on the Xterra's they have these giant, uh, cross members and these giant rails that go down the side so that just didn't work like there was no way I mean you can see how short that thing is right it barely even makes it inside the rail there so at the time I actually worked at a place that did aluminum fabrication and so we kind of made a long piece of aluminum that I could mount the steel bar to that would give us more length and more width and then we sandwiched that along the cross member with other pieces of aluminum and basically big square u-bolts so it's not the prettiest thing ever. Again, nobody ever sees this thing. It's up under the rooftop tent anyways, but I tell you what, it does hold that thing on. It holds it perfectly still. Um, I feel way better about it. There's one on the back and there's one on the front. So there's basically two of these giant aluminum pieces that the stock uh, L brackets attach to, but then that just gives me a lot better grip on the cross member for the Xterra. Um, so that is another do-it-yourself mod that I did. Now let's go around to the front because that's kind of the last bit that we need to look at here. So when you come to the front of the truck, you're going to notice a lot of things that are pretty custom. So there are the limb risers, um, which I've done a video to before. I'll post a link up here in the top right corner to that. Um, the way that I did it is fairly unorthodox, but again, my truck is fairly modded and like I was able to attach it to the rooftop tent. Um, the four fog lights up above there are actually Hella 500 FFs. Uh, they are mounted using the stock 
holes that hold the the plastic fascia up there on um, I did a video on that I believe as well if so I will put a link up above to that but basically you just undo those bolts with a t30 uh, Torx bit and then you can basically reuse those bolts I would recommend though that you put a ton of RTV down in there because my concern would be water dripping down in now I haven't had any problems but it could happen um, Moving down to the hood, obviously I have a solar panel. This may or may not be for you, it's not for everybody. But I did just use the the stock aluminum Renogy things that came with it. And then I just, you know, I, I basically sat the thing on here and measured it all out. Used a dry erase marker to mark where these holes would go. And then ran bolts through it. So basically from the inside of the hood to the out, there's bolts and nuts and washers on it that hold this all on. Um, it does catch a little bit of wind on the highway, but nothing too crazy but just to be safe then i also did um some hood straps just to make extra sure that this thing didn't go anywhere um these lights are garbage you can see that they are full of condensation right now but i tell you what they still work and they're pretty bright um, these are avec brand they've also been on the truck for about four years so they've been on there for a while so i'm not upset about it i mean they were pretty cheap too so if you're looking for cheap lights these ones are not bad um, so you may want to check those out. And then down front, I've got a Wham bumper, which of course I had to custom modify the uh, plastic bumper cover, which I did myself. Just cut out the middle section, basically. Um, I've mentioned this before, but the uh, solenoid could be relocated with a relocation kit up under the hood, nearer to your battery if you want. I just chose to keep it all where it was and just kind of get it as high as I possibly could. Um, so that is pretty much it guys all right guys so that was it that was the walk around of all the diy mods that i've done to my truck um as always i hope that was helpful for you guys i hope that that gives you some ideas and kind of inspires you to do some stuff uh to your vehicle whether it's an xterra or not um so again thanks for watching if you don't already make sure to go and subscribe on facebook instagram check me out on major podcast channels i'm on there as well if you're not listening on the podcast or if you're on the podcast go to youtube and check me out over there um I make content every week, couple videos a week, usually like an Xterra type video or a gear review type video, and then a podcast slash vlog each week too. Um, but I'd love to hear from you guys too. If there's stuff that you want to see, just let me know. Um, so again, thanks for watching, and we'll see you on the next one.